Welcome to the official podcast of the Mount Rubido Seventh-day Adventist Church. Thank you for joining us on our path to find God's glory through His mercy and grace. Our speaker for today is Baron A. Savori. He brings the message entitled, Love, Grow, and Serve. It's taken the world by storm. Everybody, it seems like, is doing it. It's everywhere. People can't get enough of it. Whether you're in the NBA or a celebrity or play Major League Baseball or in junior high or in high school or in college, uh, it's taken over everything. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's, it's on your phone, it's in your son or your daughter's Xbox or on their PlayStation, it's a downloadable app, and I'm talking about none other than the game Fortnite. Now, 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 some of you all have no idea what I'm talking about. You're like completely lost, and that's okay. What that means is that you're over 30 and you probably have a job, right? Um, but it is my job to know these things. <laughs> Uh, you got to know about, 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 about Fortnite. And so, and, so, and so let me help some of you all out. Fortnite is a survival game. All right? And, and, and it starts off, it starts off, it has a, you see some of those characters. Some of y'all are pointing out the characters that you are right now. Some of y'all, the guy in the big, in, in the front there with the huge gun. Some of y'all, the girl. All of them are bad. All of them are incredible. And you start off by skydiving. And you're flying there onto an island. And as you're gliding down there, you're, you're trying to find the right place to land. Why are you trying to find the right place to land? It's because you want to make sure that you can pick up the resources that you need to survive. It is a survival game. It is literally you against everyone else that has signed in, that has logged on, and is on the island with you. It is about being the last woman or the last man standing. You're there, and you're fighting, and, 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 and you, know, you know, my young people know what I'm talking about when they say, you know, sometimes when you die, someone does a crazy dance kind of like this, and they do all different types of things. Fortnite has taken over everything. But not only that, but there are other ways to learn how to survive. As a matter of fact, you might hear them in the hallway talking about, I've made it all the way to number 13, or I've only made it to number 50 in survival, or I've won the whole island. At the end of the day, as you continue to fight and as you survive, there's a little map that is there, and that map that is there has a circle, and in that circle, it continues to get smaller and smaller, because what game is any fun if everyone is hiding in corners and no one can find one another? And so the longer you survive, the smaller the surface area that you have to fight in. Until there is only two. And then there's one. And you win. But there's another way to survive in this game. And that's when you log on, you have your name there, and you have your friends join in. And your friends join in, and you all don't fight alone, you fight together. 
to try to survive and be the last group standing, as it were. You're there and you're fighting against everybody else. It's y'all against the world. Fighting there together. I would suggest to you that church, this church, from the time our children are young, all the way up through that they should never have to leap out the plane of life at birth, parachute down all by themselves, and try to survive all alone. That is why church is called a community. That's why we are here together, because we have each other's back. We're there not to do it alone, but to do it together. That's what we are seeking to do here. What I love about our church and our leadership is that we have what we call love, grow, serve. We're looking to try to do this. This is our big, wide vision for, for all things and encompasses everything. But, but, but the thing that's exciting is that all of us in our own areas, we, 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 we decide that we're going to all get together and we're all going to fight together. And so not only do we have this for the church, but, but works, what works alongside with it is Pastor Raphael. And what he says in Rubytown is, know Jesus, give Jesus, live Jesus. They work together. They're working to try to make sure that that all of them, that they survive and that they grow. And not only that, that they thrive together. That our little ones, that as they're they're there and they're in Children's Church, and I'm so glad that Children's Church is going to be coming back April 28. Can you say amen? That's going to be awesome. As they grow together, as they learn together, as they learn to know Jesus and give Jesus and and live Jesus, and then then he goes and he he has passed them on to me. And so now as, as youth pastor, I get these, these incredible kids as we learn and as we grow together. And, and, and Hilma and, and then the others, they, they nurture them and they grow them together in our Pathfinder Club, which are, which are going through incredible things about character and learning and growing our kids so that they can not only be good Christians, but they can be good citizens in the world as well. So that they can learn how to, how to know Jesus and give Jesus and live Jesus in the world so that they can love, grow, and serve. And then they come down, they come over to where we are, and perhaps you've seen this M68, and you're like, man, what is that all about? What does that mean? Does it even mean anything at all? It comes directly from the Word of God, Micah chapter 6 and verse number 8. And here's what it says. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? That you act justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. I love the way the New Living Translation puts it. It says, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you. To do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. M68 takes the first letter of the book of Micah. And the two numerals that include the verse, chapter 6 and verse number 8 to make up M68. And we just say it simply this way. Mercy, justice, and humility. 
That is what is expected of each and every one of us as we love, grow, and serve, as we know Jesus and give Jesus and live Jesus to to execute mercy, justice, and humility in a world that is increasingly getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. We as a group must, must band together so that we might win against the enemy. And so, so as we serve here together, as we look to be a church that is not just talking about it, but a church that is doing it, a church that is moving people from infants in Christ to those that are mature in Christ, those that, that love to glorify and worship God with all of their heart, mind, and soul. It is our desire that you don't just come and spectate and get a great and amazing show, that you just don't come and consume and become spiritually obese. Oh yeah, we, 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 we do a lot of that where we can come and we can eat the good music and we can eat the good sermons and we can take in all of the great notes and we can hear and be a part of all of these great things and we eat and we eat and we eat and we never exercise our faith. No wonder we can't get up and move. No wonder it's so hard to, to get out when it's not 11 o'clock on Sabbath morning to do anything. No wonder sometimes we have to beg for volunteers. Why? Because we just can't move around. We want to be a church that says not 2080 principle, but 80% of the people are incredibly active. And 20% of them are trying to figure out how they're going to be active, but they're in the pipeline. So, how do we all work together? Love, know Jesus, mercy, grow, give Jesus, humility, serve, live Jesus, justice is all kind of jumbled up together. But I wanted to make it a little bit easier and palatable for you. So here's how we all work together as a team, as a church, growing your children all the way through, through mature young adults, and by God's grace, of mature adults that love to serve and to grow. When you know Jesus, you will experience the love and mercy of Jesus that will impact every aspect of your life. So as you come in and as your child is there, our desire is that as you, as you come through, whether you're, you're bringing a five or a six or a seven year old or you're bringing a 13 or a 14 year old, that they will know Jesus, that they'll fall in love with him and experience the mercy of Jesus that will impact every aspect of their life. Being able to make good choices, being able to live life out loud and knowing that they have a team and a village of people that have their back, that are pouring into them so that they are successful in life, so that they know which direction that they're going so that they have purpose. There's so many people in this world that have no direction, no purpose, no village, and no one to look up to. And this should be the light in a community that is lost to guide them along the way. Can you say amen? The word of God says this, that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto our path. And that is what we desire to be. That when you know Jesus, you will experience the love and mercy of Jesus that will impact every aspect of your life, which means means that now I don't talk the same way, which means that now I don't live the same way, which means that now I don't behave the same way, but now I believe and I know and I have an experience with him. But not only that, that as you live Jesus 
and hang out with him on the front porch. You grow in humility, recognizing your need for more of him and less of you. So as we continue to live and we grow, it causes us to be able to realize that, that man, maybe I'm not so great in the first place. Maybe there's something that's, that's better than me. I recognize that I need to grow deeper and deeper in him. I realize that I need more of him and less of me. I realize that now I can step off of my high horse and I can be honest and I can be bare and I can be vulnerable saying, I thought I had it all figured out, but now I realize that I need more of him. When you come into contact with a Christ that is perfect, it automatically humbles you. There's nothing that humbles you more than failure. There's nothing that knocks you down more than than not succeeding, especially if you have to do it in front of other people. I'll never forget, I was about 12 years old and and, and I loved loved hockey. Don't judge me, I grew up in Southern California, all right? Don't judge me. Don't judge me. And, 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 and I had rollerblades. Did anybody ever have rollerblades before? Anybody have rollerblades? Okay, like five of you. All right. I still have my, okay, I got some folks over there. We need to go rollerblading on the beach. I still have some. Um, um, uh, and, and, so, and so my mom, one time a year, would take us up ice skating. And, and I have been practicing my hockey slide, which means that I didn't use my toe to stop, that I would turn to the side slowly, and then all of the ice would kind of slide up. Right, right. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. It, it was real. It was real pretty. You know, it was real pretty. And so I had been practicing for about an hour, and I went over to the glass, and and my mom was there, and she was drinking hot chocolate. Pop, 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 pop. And my mom looked over. I said, "Hey, watch me. Watch me. You gotta come closer. Watch me." She said, "Okay, all right." And so, and so, and so, you know, you don't have to ring to yourself, so you gotta kind of dodge people. And so, and so, I went over. Shoo, 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 shoo. And I'm gaining up speed, and then somebody was in my way, so I had to do a flyby. I was like, hold on, mom, I'm gonna go around one more time. And I went around one more time, and I was coming down, I was coming down, Pastor Rafael, I'm telling you, I was coming down, and I wanted to do it right in front of my mom. And right when I went, I turned to the side, I slipped and slammed into the board. Boom! Everybody came over, like, is he alright? What? What? Is he? Is he? Did he survive that? And I got up, and I said, I said, no, nah, I'm okay, I'm cool. I knew my, my, my knee was towed up. <laughs> but isn't that sometimes what happens in our lives? We're practicing, preparing, getting ready, and going as fast as we can. To show that we finally made it. Only for the moment to come. Slip and fall. I love what my mom did then. She said, get up. Get up. Do it again. Because I want to see you do it. I was a little bit more tentative and I had a few more spectators that might be wanted to see it again. I thank God. See, that was, that was before YouTube came out. Because <laughs> it, it might have gone viral at that point. <laughs> Any of y'all got so glad that YouTube came a little later because you might have had a couple of viral moments. <laughs> a thing where everybody can laugh. And I did it. 
It was celebrated. As you live Jesus, you grow in humility, recognizing your need for him, for more of him, and less of you. This is the desire. This is what helps us get to the place where it is less about me and more about him. This is when the story, you know, you know, you know, Jesus, Jesus lives this out where John the Baptist, he was doing a lot of really big things. He was doing great, but, but, but he begins to stand up and declare and say, look, there's one that is greater than me that is coming and I'm not even worthy to tie up his sandals. He is greater than me. He humbles himself and he steps aside. He doesn't try to stand there and compete with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He steps aside. What makes me, what makes us think that sometimes we can stand toe to toe with Jesus as if we're good enough? Because at the end of the day, we realize and we recognize that all of the great things that we might do are as filthy rags. That's what keeps me humble. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you, so much so that you would be willing to share it as a witness. As always, thank you again for joining us and tune in weekly for more inspirational messages that will prayerfully give you a more intimate relationship with God.